Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spinning the Reel. I'm your host, Evan. I'm your host, Zach. If you're wishing for me to be back, well, I'm back, baby. It's Cody, Cody two weeks you were, in a you row. Were back two last week. week. <laughs> I know, but like it's inconsistent now. It's and consistent. you know what's special are, about this episode is we're all in the same place. Yes, yeah. we're in Cody's kitchen. I hate seeing your face. This we're is way worse, dude. Cody's like, I miss Zoom. Yeah, I miss Zoom, dude. Where I could just block your whole video. Well, the nice <laughs> thing is, despite all of that, we have yeah. a fun show planned. We're gonna talk about the. Uh, I, I don't know, semi critical, darling, on. but hold commercial on. bomb. Let me open my beer. 3,000 years of longing. Uh, after that, I have a wish-based game Ooh, for the two of you. And then what are we going to uh, finish things off with, Cody? Uh, Jaws. Jaws. I feel like <laughs> I have like a bike over here. It's like, we're, we're poor. We don't even have three bikes. I have to like talk to the bike I, all I feel like over I'm here. in Singing in the Rain at the point where like they keep having to tell, uh, <laughs> what's her name, to like talk into the microphone. Yeah. And like, That's us. Where it is. No, we're going to be talking about uh, Jaws and re-releases of old movies and stuff like that and, and what we think about it. Great. Well, do you guys have anything else to add? Cody, I know you always have something. I do. Let's, uh, but let's just skip that part and let's just dive right in. All right, guys, so the movie of the week this week is a little number called 3,000 Years of Longing, Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton. Cody, as always, the honors are yours. One of these what days. What is this movie about? One of these days, Zach, the honor is going to be yours. Literally but, every time you're not here. <laughs> That's true. I never do it. <laughs> All right, this is about a lonely British woman. By the way, twist my arm and break it. Like I know Zach and Evan were divided on Interesting this movie. Interesting that so. you start with lonely. <laughs> She was lonely. She's kind of lonely. She wouldn't but say she's she was not. But she's dependent on herself, and sure. she's an independent, strong woman. Anyway, she goes to... God, where'd she go? Where does she go, guys? Tell me where she goes. She goes to... Uh, Istanbul. Pakistan. Istanbul. Pakistan. Yeah, it is Istanbul. Istanbul. It is. Yeah, it is yeah. Istanbul. Anyway, she's there. She gets a little knickknack, and that little knickknack happens to be a genie in a jar. And, uh, you know, it just called a jar. It's a uh, trinket, yeah, it's a I jar. guess. Okay, fair it enough. It has to be a jar. That's where genies come from, gin. In a jar. <laughs> <laughs> God, Evan. Anyway, Idris Gini Elba. In a bottle, gin in a jar. Idris Elba go. is the genie. Uh, Tinda, Tilda Swanson, Swanden. How do you pronounce her name? Swinton. Swinton. Thank you, Zach. See, this is why we should do this together. Mm -hmm. She's the lonely British woman. That's what I should mention. What uh, did you call her at first? Tinda I Swanson? Know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a few drinks in. That's not important. And uh, anyways, the genie comes out. Like I said, it's Idris Elba. Uh, he talks about all of his past owners and how he got to this point in his life. And uh, she gets three wishes, but she doesn't know what to wish for until like the very end. And then she wishes for love. Very regressive way of thinking of that movie, but I, but I, okay. You respect it. I respect it. That was I a guess. plot description. It was a plot description. A, B, C, D. Am I getting back? Am I good uh, again? C. I'd say plus. Yeah, so C I'm good plus, again. Yeah, C yeah. plus, sure. almost a B. Definitely like a B minus. Yeah. All right, so general impressions. I know the two of you did not care for it in the way that I did. Um, we have a special studio audience. I audience of one! shout her out because she out. doesn't want it. But she also, I think, didn't care for it a ton. Um, what What was this movie to you? Like, What did you guys think of it? Zach, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, sure. Um Honestly, I think I only saw one trailer for this, and it was, I don't even remember what it was in front of that I saw. It, uh, it was Aladdin Mad Max, basically, was the trailer. Yeah, which is, I feel like... Do you think Will Smith would bitch slap? Or do you think okay. Idris Elba would bitch slap <laughs> Will Smith? I, I feel like we as a society have moved on. No, we need to move yeah, on, for sure. You know, I don't like, think we have. Okay. I'm just, they both play genies. I, I have. I oh, so have I. You know what, honestly, okay, genie fight between... Uh, you know the genie from this Aladdin, is the real stuff and then we need to talk about. you know Idris also Elba. the two leads of the various Suicide Squad movies. Oh yes, okay. Oh, this is a layered. This is a layered I think conflict. It is. That's right. Uh, who cares? Anyways, <laughs> um, you know Chris Rock's gonna play a genie just to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, going into this, um, I didn't really know what to expect. I I trust Tilda Swinton. Like I. I think she always chooses interesting roles, regardless oh, you of whether. Tilda Swinton. I'm just Tilda Swinton. I'm gonna remember yeah. that name. <laughs> I hope so. Anyway, so yeah, I think that 
she always chooses inter- interesting roles. Agreed. Um, and whether or not I personally like the film or you know whatever is going on in it, um, it is interesting. And this is definitely an interesting film. Um, very, very layered. You know, lots Agreed. of things happening here. Uh, I thought some of it was good, and I think just overall, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't hit the mark for me. I, I was not as emotionally invested if that makes sense like just i don't know i i I was at several times taken out of the story where i was like man this i don't know if i care where this is going and then it would pull me back in a little bit with some excitement or whatever and Mm -hmm. just yeah and then where it ended i think is a bit ambiguous um ending sucked balls no way (laughs) come on yes it did uh and I was one of those it, it's classic a, endings. You know, it's like it. It's like when when you like you when you take a lot of words to say something very simple in my sure. you know and just get to the point, man. You know, yeah. I think brevity would would have made would have improved it's this. Not George Miller's thing. True, true, but this also is in Fury Road. So you know, <laughs> what I mean, just. I mean, I just realized we never said what day we were recording the podcast. Get over it, Cody. Okay, my bad. <laughs> and tell me what you think about 3,000 Years of Longing. Uh, I, you know, I'm with Zach. I saw, I think, just the trailer once or twice. And it was interesting. It was definitely a trailer that, like, had me interested because it's like, where's this movie going? Um, it's got a lot of the signature camera movement. Of yeah, George I think Miller, conceptually, like it, looks, like, it looks chaotic. Conceptually, the hook sounds interesting, right? I mean, yeah, yeah all, as, I, as like a, as humans, like wishing is just an interesting. Sure. I enjoyed the storytelling like a lot, like in the middle portion of the movie, for sure. Like when it really got into that, I think the slow, uh, beginning was kind of slow. I did like when Idris Elba kind of got into a storytelling and some of it was a little comical and, and from a scene point of like, what was just, the most comical? Definitely when that woman fell on her ass and broke the stone. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, jeez. How is that not the most comical portion of I the movie? I don't know, Cody. Yeah, I don't is. know. It definitely is. You guys are all wrong if you don't think so. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I kind of agree with Zach for sure. Like, it's just a long, drawn-out story. that, And the storytelling itself was good, but then in the third act where I say the ending does suck balls, it's like it all happens so fast. It's like... Well, what was the point of all that storytelling if you're gonna like finish the story so quickly like that and that's just how it kind of ends so i'm just not on board with it either like when it comes to like how they like wrapped it all up like but you know action wise or like the scenes that were shot and all that kind of stuff when mm-hmm. it came to the storytelling and and their connection in that room and stuff like don't get me wrong it was pretty cool and i thought the two of them were pretty electric together but yeah, overall, I just I don't know how well it executed when all was said and done like too much was said to say so little so I think there was a specific moment at which this movie hit me where I was like enjoying myself in the early parts of the movie and then it hit me like, oh, this is good. Like this movie is very good. And for me it was uh, Idris Elba had told when the, the girl f- fell on the, on the that, that was it. That was everybody's favorite moment, guys. You heard Cody say it now. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> no. Um, it was so Idris Elba's telling the first part of his story. He's in love with this um, – with Sheba, legendary, yeah, yeah, you know, right figure in ancient history. Yes, and he is entrapped in a bottle because she falls in love with another man who finds out that he's been like spying on on this woman. All that, right? That is the first chapter of the story. Throws him in what is like a lake or something. Have you ever I'm, been in that type of situation? So in many love times. with a woman <laughs> and then potentially trapped in a bottle. Countless times. I okay. mean, who hasn't? Right. Uh, so anyway, but the next part of that story is I think he got like what lodged in a wall or something yes and then yeah this is a very long sequence yes but this sequence of the story is a part of the story that he doesn't know what's happening he's inside this bottle and he doesn't know so he's imagining in his own head Mm -hmm. what's happening and he's telling a story about what he believes or would like to believe is the story of his entrapment and the story of his life And for me, that's when it clicked, like, oh, this is a movie about the stories we tell to each other. Right. And, like, the way that we contextualize our life within stories. Mm -hmm. And even this mythical being is contextualizing its own existence within some story that it's made up for itself. And the whole movie is is framed around this. This this is, like, the the foundation of human communication, right? Right. Not long after we, you know, learned to communicate things that were, like, essential uh, in terms of you know how to 
how to hunt, you know, as like like pack hunting mm-hmm. tactics, you know, you know, whatever, right? The, like the foundation of, of communication. Then immediately after that, stories to, you know, to explain the things we don't understand. Yeah, and, I, and, and our think, and the nature of right. ourselves, which is which uh, you know fits in that category of things we don't yes. understand even and I to think this that's day. This movie but... is so clever is because it gets into this idea that technology has replaced the need for stories. That like anything we don't have an explanation for, instead of contextualizing it in our own minds. We can just go on Google and figure out why this happens or why this works the way it does. Because Where back in the day, you know, you needed to like the sun goes down and the and the moon comes up and the cycle goes and you needed an explanation for that. Like it's not just something that happened. Does the moon really Those go stories. down? Does like the Earth orbit? You know, Cody, there was a time when people didn't know the answer to that question. You're right. And the, the way Earth they, was flat. And the way they explained it <laughs> was through story. And like part of this movie is saying that like we don't need story anymore. But I think the core of the movie is like, yes, we do, because the story isn't just the way we explain the things we don't understand. It's the way that we feel comfortable in the world and that we contextualize our own experience. And to me, that was like so prevalent throughout this movie. It just, I found it really entrancing. I agree. This is very much like a storyteller story, Yeah. which as a person who loves stories, especially depicted on film, that totally resonates with me. Also, I just wish they did it better. I, I don't know. I thought it was really well done. Like, I, I, I guess I'm curious what you think could have been done better in the sense of like how you would have uh, achieved it. And I know that's like a cheap way of going at it being like, if you were directing this, you should do this. Or I wouldn't direct this, first of all. But right. Then but, like, like, what, what, but you could. You have the choice. What was the shortcoming? <laughs> because I felt like this is a movie about like stories telling their own stories and like. It just was so layered in that way that I, I found it really enthralling. I, I think what I take issue with the most is some of the pacing on these stories. Um, Fair. And some of the, the more interesting dynamic to me was initially, because initially what happens is, weirdly this also doesn't get explained, but Tilda Swinton's character, whose name she I don't She has remember, an imaginative mind. Is, having, is, is hallucinating, yeah. Yeah. seeing <laughs> random, you know... Spiritual entities appear to her and violently like she's crazy. Startle her. No, I, I think it's that her life is so dull that she's trying to bring more excitement into it. Okay, so this movie's all a dream, is what you're saying? It is. It, yeah. the, that's what she says. It, it's explicitly a this movie yes. is all a dream. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and I think that's okay because when we dream, we're imagining a more exciting world for ourselves, and I think that's what this movie's getting at. Mm. I don't know about you, but my dreams are exotic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Yes. All right. This was an exotic dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this was, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Cody's going I just off yeah, tonight. Idris Elba could come out of a bottle like half naked and she doesn't even know what to wish Cody for. Cody was on, turned on. <laughs> yep. That's one of the most interesting parts to me is that you have this character who, because most of the times when we when you watch a movie, right? Like I think of like horror movies, right? First rule of horror movies is the people in them haven't seen horror movies before. Sure, of course. Well, unless they're doing this meta thing like Scream, right? Which explains why characters make stupid decisions and right. split up and do things alone. So in this case, Tilda Swinton's character is a st- is a studied like you know literature professor. Right, and she has to be convinced. To, yes, and which so is interesting to me why she yeah. doesn't why she doesn't know what to wish for is because her she has this initial hesitation where every story I've ever read in all of human it's history about human wishing folly. yes yeah. wishing always turns out bad for the wisher. So like I don't know what I could wish for that would yes. actually like be safe for me to to make this wish. And Idris Elba is just the entire time just like, like please, please fucking make a wish. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be free. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, we come to find out that if someone doesn't complete their wishes, then he gets trapped again in the... Mm-hmm. It's turned invisible. Yeah. Which is also weird. Cody, you have... What, what were your thoughts about the, what this movie had to say about storytelling? Hmm. That's a good question. Like, as a film podcaster, as a film viewer, as someone yeah. who ostensibly enjoys stories your story is long and it's boring what did you think out. Of like this? this movie was bad is this bad why why was it bad because the storytelling's too long man it's just yes some <laughs> scenes were interesting some scenes like i i do like it but it's just the ending for me man that's where i really okay just... let's get into the ending we all right let's go get full the... spoilers whatever uh Tilt no one's ends watching up... this movie <laughs> yeah no one's really seen this movie till this one wishes go watch this movie to be in love with her good wish Finally. They're living their life together, but he can't really coexist in this world of technology. Um, I think in this world, um, it's like the some kind of like satellite of like magnetic yeah. like mm-hmm. energy, and it all feeds back into this idea that like we have become desensitized to story because of technology, and it's kind of that head-to-head like um, buddy heads kind of thing. 
with uh, Idris Elba's character and, and that environment, and he can't survive in it anymore. So he leaves. Tilda Swinton's character is basically writing this story about 3,000 years of longing about her and this genie, or Jin, I guess, in the in the context of the movie. She sh- And then um, Idris Elba's Jin shows up to reconnect with her and, and meet up with her as he does yeah, where'd he go? from time to time. Where did he go? Some Tell place me where, where there went. wasn't electromagnetic interference, presumably. So he just left, but it, the wishes Back weren't fulfilled. World, wherever he's from. He should be invisible right now. The wishes now. were fulfilled. He only wished for one thing. She oh, no, wished. she wished for two. Yeah. No, she. What was the second one? I, I don't even I remember. I thought she wished for him to go somewhere where he could be happy. I think that was the third wish. What was the second wish? See, you don't even know the three wishes. You're going to have to say it. Oh, yeah. Her wish was for him to talk when he was dying. Yeah, why was he dying? Because the electromagnetic energy of, like, the, the different devices and stuff was... Uh, yeah, when they when they first show up back to London... Uh, I thought he, he was dying because he wasn't getting he, his like, three He, like, literally wishes. hears, like, everyone's thoughts He's like, please wish one more time. Yeah. <laughs> I thought after your third wish, you go back in the bottle. Explain like, this to me. Why? No. Yeah. If, the, if this whole thing's a dream, why is literally the first sentence, my story is true? Right, but she's oh, like, but I'm going to tell him, it to you, you as a him, fairy tale. Okay, got, <laughs> got him. him. Got him. No, oh, oh, got him. She says, my story is true, but it will it will be better if I tell you like a fairy tale. So I, People love fairy tales, dude. That's exa- Fuck honestly, true life. that's exactly the answer. Yeah, I think yeah. that yeah. like dude. literally people contextualize their lives and story. And so yeah. like... Movies are not real life. Yeah, in, in her experience, this was the way she experienced her life because she was a student of, of story and like... She created and invented the story about her own life that made her feel better about being alone, more or less. And then at the end, you know, he shows up because it makes her feel better. But, like, you know, it's not real. None of it's real. Okay, so this you're saying that this is just a lonely woman with delusions. She's not lonely. Correct. She's a okay. Yes, <laughs> I am saying this. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was my interpretation of the movie. But, like, yeah. my interpretation of the movie is more that it doesn't really matter whether it is or not. Stories you know? don't matter. You heard it here. That, the like, stories no, matter. the story is the only part that matters, you know? Like, what people believe about their experience is the thing that matters you know that's interesting yeah that's interesting that and is, i think uh, that's the at least the contention of this film do you believe mm-hmm. in genies no ghost what if i told you a really good story about you a ghost? sound a lot tell like, me a really good story about a ghost. i don't have time for that do on it. this podcast. no, no, no later it's <laughs> time but you basically just said the 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 final speech from ashton kutcher and vengeance where only the story matters the truth doesn't yeah which is true <laughs> i mean it's fair right isn't it like is it's, he not correct in that it, moment yeah it's very yeah. infuriating <laughs> right how, how, it's an infuriating yeah. thing but it's true also yeah i mean three thousand years long i think i like george miller um and tilda swinton and it is are good in this and i like their chemistry like I, said, I think she could have had more story. Some of the more I, interesting. She was a little muted in the story, but I think yeah. her story comes through in like narration. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you get like when she's like flying to Turkey, you get this like little montage of her life. You can, you, you get a lot of character, mm-hmm. you know, uh, right. re- information just watching her interact with the world around her. She's very eccentric, like yeah. neurotic, even. Sure. Um, what was with that crazy Egyptian dude in the audience? That was to show that she was experiencing her life through like myth and story, essentially. Mm-hmm. I like that he came back into the picture. Yeah, I mean, he, he was also up in, the, in the background of yeah, one yeah, of the yeah, initial yeah. the very first story. Yeah, kind of like that. And then I think, I think, I think uh, oh, go ahead, Cody. And then they were like talking about like why like well, she had a husband and stuff, so that was kind of cool. Like, see, I like that. Like, they kind of brought up like her husband and stuff, and that she was in love once, and then in a very quick like glance, like you realize like she he had, she had lost like a a daughter, and that daughter was like the made up friend or whatever. Maybe it was the son or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of cool. Like it was a quick, subtle. Hey, here's the reason to like, like why I made up this character or whatever. Like when I was struggling when I was growing up and stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of cool like that. So that's why I kind of wish there was more storytelling to her to make the ending I feel more valid because it's just about him. I think experiencing how he got there and like it's a cool story. But it's like, what's her story and and why does you know why more why more so? Like because obviously at the end she does. But I think his entire story is her contextualizing these stories that she's learned and told over and over again too. You know, like it all. I I, I don't know. I I thought it was very transfixing to me. But like, sounds like you guys had a different experience. You're gonna wish for knowledge. Why didn't he just give her all the knowledge? Why'd she have to read so many books? He just made it her read books because that's what she's. It's not a real good gin. I just want to know everything. Why do you have to teach me everything? <laughs> I just wish love, for knowledge, Cody. huh? That's what love is about. What's love about? It's about doing for others 
what they want yeah. and helping them achieve something. Well, Don't you think those are the same thing? Love and attention? I do. Yes. <laughs> I give Evan neither. <laughs> I give him no love nor attention. Any other thoughts I'm about done with 3,000 years of longing? Not really. It was like 3,000 seconds So you didn't get to long. say too much. You have no, I don't maybe 3,000 more words. Zach's words are definitely... No, I don't need a long story like He's you just He's just co-opting to... your words now. That's fine. That's great. I will... Whatever. I, so I'm this echoing. movie is great, and I actually wrote about it on spinningthereel.com. So did I'll you? throw that out there. I did. I'll read it. You can read it. Maybe. It's, it's about I'll a thousand about words. So A thousand words? Something Three thousand like words, Two thousand short. Yeah, yeah you're right. two thousand words short. Could have really uh, gone deep on this one. So anyway, take it away, Cody. Letterbox Roundup. Uh, Cody? I'm in the middle, man. No. Like like I said, I like kind of the beginning and the middle, and I hated the end. So I'm just going to go with three stars. Three out of five. It's all right. Zach, how about you? Uh, I'm pulling it up here. Oh my god, you're supposed to, to come prepared, dude. I've, well, I'm sorry, I've seen a lot of movies so since I. I watched this. Uh, uh, three stars, straight down the middle. Come on, guys, four stars, easy for no. me. Easy. No. I am even willing to offer the hot take. I like this better than uh, Fury Road. But that what? is the worst thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my life, dude. But what about Bullet Train? Much better than Bullet Train. Are you sure? No one's telling their stories on Bullet Train, really. Well, they were, actually. <laughs> well, let me remind you of someone called Thomas's Tank Engine. <laughs> let me tell okay. you a little something about Diesel. Yeah. Do you remember about Kiwi? I remember Kiwi. Yeah, Kiwi was cool. All right, guys. Wait for once. Wait, hold oh, on. You have God. to. Before we continue, you have to tell everyone what day we're recording the podcast. June forty sixth, nineteen twenty six. All right, that's at least a date. Good. All good right. Enough for me. Um, I have created a game for you guys. I know everyone. For once. I know. I know it, shocking, shocking. I know right? everyone else is really sad right now because I didn't create. You the made, best you game made that time. Netflix game assisted by Aunt Cam. Shout out, know, Aunt Cam, creator of the Crawdad Quiz. Yeah, Aunt Kim, come take over my job. They want you more. Uh, so this is a wish sort of adjacent game based on, you know, 3,000 years of vlogging. But more or less it boils down to the newlywed game. So I'm going to give you guys a prompt, and you're each going to have to guess what the other's answer is. Uh, this should be interesting. The first five questions are movie wish-based. The mm. next five questions are... Mostly movie based and uh, not not wishes though, just you know questions. I've always wanted a pony. Just I want to throw that out there before we start. Okay, I'm what do you? What have you always? And terrified. <laughs> All right. At the prospect so, of this game. So why don't we start off here? You each have some uh, some post-it notes. The blue ones. This is not for anyone but us. The blue ones are Zach. So Zach's gonna write his own answer. Cody's gonna write uh, his guess. Wait, hold on. Let me get into the mind of Zach right now. Zach, That's look right. at me. Look at me. We just got married. Our movie tastes are not the same, but it's the differences that put us and bring us together. Opposites you know? do attract. Exactly. Yeah. I love you, buddy. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So the first question, in honor of our next segment, which movie does your co-host wish they could see again for the first time? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, this, no. is, this is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> wait. Wait. We, get, wait, 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 we wait, have wait, to wait. set some stakes. Wait, That's wait, right. We, yes, wait. Yes. Also, but we get points if we just make you laugh, right? Like, Sure. Why not? I don't, <laughs> I don't care. But if you – what did we say? If you get 20% right no, combined? So my, going into this, since you know, normally the games that we play on this podcast are competitive yes. in terms of – Very competitive. You want, more, you want to get more points than your opponent. But since Cody and I, the objective is for yes. us to get the same answers correct. Otherwise – because if we we're if we we're competing with whoever gets the most answers right about the other right. person, so there's, there's an incentive sure. there to be deceitful about what your answer would be. But you guys are working together, so yeah. So now we're on the same team. We've right. devised. I love I'm, that I'm good with your your game suggestions. Yeah. So you guys get to give me something that I have to say on recording for the podcast, like yeah. just start out. So the next long podcast? as it's not like you know <laughs> something like extremely yeah. racist or over the top or something. Dude, I'm reminded of a certain. I think you should leave sketch where <laughs> yeah. where somebody houses somebody else's entire yes. burger. <laughs> exactly. So how about this? So ten questions, two opportunities to score each round. Um, that's twenty. So let's say if you guys get five, wow, that's one thing. Okay. 
Every five, you get to All have right, me hey, say one thing. That, let's go. That you get correctly. Let's go. No, no colluding. Our studio audience will be judging. Um, all right, so like I said, first question. Which movie does your co-host wish they could so see again both, for the first we're time? We're both answering for ourselves and guessing. Yeah, so okay. blue is Zach, yellow is Cody. So Zach, you write your own on blue. Cody, you write your own on yellow. Uh, you guys have 10 seconds starting now. What? I can't even write that fast. Yeah, this is a very scintillating podcast content. I'm just going to cut out the, the breaks. <laughs> Wait, I haven't finished writing. You know, on the newlywed game, they give you the, they give you the questions before you show up for the fucking I don't recorder. care about this. You know what I mean? <laughs> this makes it more fun. I know what you wrote. It's fine. We only need to get Okay, I'm going to write the joke answer because I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to put for the actual answer. It's so difficult. All right. The question was, what movie does your co-host most wish they could see again for We're the first time? time. Uh, let's start with Blue. Zach, okay, so you guys both reveal your answer. You guys can both say it at the okay, same ready? time. Ready? One, right. two, three. Mad Max Fury Road. No, oh, oh, so oh. close. We were, so we were close. talking about Mad Max, dude. Oh, I know Mad Max and Bullet Train. But you love this movie. All right, all right. Let's, that's why I, so Come that's on, no Zach. point. Uh, let's oh, let's turn oh, it around. Man. Here we go. You know Cody? what? That's just we're just a fraction what movie, on though. What movie does Cody most wish he could see again? Three, two, one. Parasite. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I put Batman first. Parasite's a good answer. <laughs> I wrote Batman. Look, I actually wrote Batman. Yeah, but he wrote Joker, Cody. I, oh man! But we were in the same okay, realm. I, I did not expect you to write Parasite. I'll be honest, a foreign language book. Yeah. All right, Zach, all right, Zach's, all right, all right. Zach's going you, full. Just do you guys want to go with another? You like wish? Joker? I did like. I'm gonna Joker. throw it to you guys. Do you guys want to go with another wish question first, or you want to mix in the newlywed game questions? Whichever. Like, nah, you're, you're the host let's of this. Just go back and forth. Okay. Yeah, back and forth. Yeah, this go. is your. All right, this one should be easy, and actually, you guys can both. This is just gonna require one post-it what was the first movie zach and cody saw together in theaters fuck <laughs> i don't even answer i don't even know the right answer but they just have to pick the same thing <laughs> wait either of us can answer right no you both have to answer the same thing you guys have to write it down oh, whatever movie, sheet you want what movie do we I'll see do it on your sheet I oh i know i know which one it is i think I know so all right all right you i know which one it is. if you guys both get it right you get the point or get it together. I got it. All right. Ready? Three, two, one. Teton! Teton! Hey! <laughs> that really it? That's definitely I think it. it was. Because <laughs> I was so unhinged about that whole movie. I did not realize that was the first time you guys had seen together. But great. Okay. Back to a well, wish question. It might not be, but you just said we had to say I definitely this, feel like it this is. This is going to be easy for Zach, but probably difficult for Cody. That's fine. Which movie does your co-host wish they had never seen? <laughs> okay. All right, all right. I got that one. I never seen. That. Oh shit! Like so if, easy if you for wanted Cody. to unwatch a movie, yeah. If, if you wished you hadn't seen this movie, but for Cody, it's easy. For Zach, this is stupid. What's it gonna be? This is so, so there's, stupid. There's very few movies that have you know made me feel like I wish I did not see this. Um, bullet train, I Cody. Talk bullet about train. That's what I'm feeling like I should put. I have. Don't put that. I mean, that would be cool because we could just make Evan say something on. No, the... I'll just, bullet train I mean... all the way till the end of the game. You guys have what two points so far? Even, even no, just one. Just, right? just, just the one. Yeah. Even, but you're about to have two points. <laughs> yes. Even, even said like. You know, even sacrificing the point on this one, I'm gonna just be truthful about the answer. But, yes, uh, I, I don't I know think you you're gonna get it. Truthful, generally, but yes, go for it, Cody. You have something oh, to write. Wait, down? I'm supposed to write what on he the yellow to... one. You're supposed to write your own. Yeah, what I don't want to see. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I wrote that right. Now you need to pick one for Zach and okay. do it quickly, please. <laughs> yeah, I got my answer here. So that you don't want to see that I had wi- that that I, if I could unwatch it, like yeah, remove you it wish from you my had brain. never yeah. seen it. Oh, I probably could have had an easier answer, but this uh, one is one that right, genuinely... All right, let's start with Cody's because we know it's right. All right, three, <laughs> two, one. Teton! <laughs> all right, you guys have two points now. I'm You're telling you, dude. All right. You just run away with this game. Let's see what... Yeah, I all T-Ton. the answers could be Teton. Yeah, I know. Teton all and right. Bullet Train. <laughs> let's go with uh, Zach's now. Three, two, one. Teton! Beneath Us. Beneath Us is I actually enough. love Teton. <laughs> Beneath yeah. Us, fuck you. Yeah, actually, I might have picked Beneath Us for you. What is that, baby? Um, okay, back to the wish-based questions. We got two points. Oh, wait, no, that was a wish-based question. Let's go to the other side. All right, 
This is uh, this is more traditional style. What is your co-host's favorite movie? This is just a very simple upfront. What's your favorite movie? Hmm. Cody can't even pick one for himself. I, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to picture. It doesn't his have top, to be I'm your trying favorite, to picture favorite his letterbox movie, but... on top four right now. Oh man. Okay. Cody uses his letterbox just so you know for his favorites from the last year. Yeah. I have a couple, man. Just pick one. Man. Zach's gonna pick one at random, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, pick Zach, let me pick Zach's favorite movie. I think movie. I know Zach's favorite movie. Your favorite movie is a Mad Max? Tell me it's Mad Max because I'm not right. Mad Max. <laughs> Give me a wink if it's Mad Max. This is not the right answer for you, Cody. I'm so sorry. Teton. Is it Teton? No. <laughs> wow. That would be hilarious, though. Cody's going to write that for Zach. <laughs> Wouldn't be far off. See, if I was playing this game, it would be easy. You guys would all know. know. Okay. Uh, this, definitely qual- um, this definitely qualifies as one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, that's fine. It doesn't so, have to be your all-time favorite. Yeah, but like, This is one that I'm hoping Cody will We're play. all cinephiles here. We all like multiple movies. All right, so Zach's was the one finished first, so we'll do Zach's first. But Cody has to write his. This is a lot of editing. All right. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of editing. Um, Zach's favorite movie. Three, two, one. The Worst person in the world. Ooh, that would, that's, that's a good, a good one, choice. But... Oh, See, I, I picked that because we talking makes sense. About I would have thought Manchester by the Sea for you. If you were playing this with me, I would have wrote that. Okay, fair enough. So uh, you like them sea Cody's birds? favorite movie. Cody, have you written your favorite movie? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. The Way Back. The Way Back. Who doesn't like There's a shower no beer? Who doesn't like a shower beer? No I love you, Ben it. Affleck. Uh, I to, was just thinking basketball. We saw it last year. That's a good, good watch hustler. Yeah. It's a good pick, but Cody cheated, so hustler. no point awarded. Damn it, Cody. All We're right. only three away from getting him to say something Back stupid. Back to the wish-based question. Which actor or actress would your co-host most wish they could meet? Oh, I hope you know this one, Cody. For you? Yeah. That you can meet? I, I think I know it for Zach. Easy. I think, yeah. you, I think you know it for sure. Hmm. I think this is this is pretty easy. That you can meet. You think about Zach Braff for a second. What? Or did you pick someone else? Why would I think why would you want to think about Zach Braff? Oh, so you pick someone else. Oh, I see. I see <laughs> where you're going. Yeah, I definitely picked someone else, yeah. Oh. Uh, no. All right, let's go with Zach because I'm curious now to find out. Okay. Three, two, one. Robert Samuel Pattinson. L. Jackson. <laughs> Could not get further away from each other. I, I'm shocked you put that in up Florence Pugh. Honestly, why? I don't know. I thought you loved Florence Pugh. What's wrong with R-Pat, Samuel? Baby. What's R-Pat wrong with sure. Samuel L. Jackson? Nothing. But you don't want to see him. <laughs> All right, whatever. It is. whatever. All right, for Cody. Ready? Three, two, one. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> That's so close. Yeah, okay, they're literally married. I feel like so. I should get half a point. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ben Affleck made me think of J-Lo. So I was like, I want to see J-Lo, dude. Yeah. Wow. So, okay, yeah, so this is what happened. <laughs> Cody was writing Ben Affleck, and he's like, wait, he's married to Jennifer Lopez. I like that better. God, let, me, let, me, let me scratch it out. Yeah, they're together. That's a pair. That's a okay. point. All right. Interesting choice. All right, on to the next, um, <laughs> the next newlyweds question. What is your co-host's favorite episode of the podcast? Oh, that's a good one. You're right, Co- <laughs> Zach's ready. All right, ready. Oh my god! Right, let's go with Cody's first. All right, yeah. ready? Three, two, one. The Joker. Joker. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, so you guys are up to three. Well, four. We got that last. Three point five. Got, oh, three point five. five. We got half a point. All right, fuck. Now I'm worried. <laughs> Zach. How many questions are left? There's, there's uh, four more questions. Oh, we got this. We got this. We get at least. Zach's answer. Go. Top Parasite. 10 Oscars. Ah, that's a good Oh, thing. I thought you were going to go Joker again. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite episode. Parasite. All right, so no, I, picked, I had to pick one I was on. Three, okay, no, Parasite. So, you're on that one. That was only on the Parasite segment. That was yeah, the Halloween episode. All right, so 3.5 is where we leave. I was really nervous that you guys were going to both pick Joker, Joker again. twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I think objectively it might be our best episode. <laughs> All right, back to the other Why side of things. Why did we continue this podcast? No, yeah, yeah. So the wish side. <clears throat> this one's going to be tough, I feel like. What is a fictional setting from a movie 
that your co-host most wishes they could live or experience. Bro, look at me. Look at me right now. I know you know this. Oh, I I know what Zach's going to put. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, Wait, I don't even know what I'm gonna put. How do you know? Because we've both seen that show. Ooh, ooh, wait, hint. that's wait, a hint. What? I've seen the show? That television show. Re- restate John the question, Wilson. please. De- restate the question. What is a fictional movie setting that your co-host most wishes oh. they could live or experience? Oh, so if I was going for comedy, that would definitely be my answer. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, you got yours already? I already got mine. Oh, he wrote his shit. down. He knows already. I, okay. I know where I want to go, dude. I'm fucking lying. I'm ready. Okay. I know where I'm going in my fictional oh, world. God. I hope this I is right, I think right, I have then. a guess as to what Cody's right. answer is. Please, I want to know what Cody thinks it is. Okay. Oh, man. I feel like Cody's is the world from Detective Pikachu. <laughs> and you already, you already wrote one for me? No, I have wrote one for you. All right. I got to get into your head here. I already wrote one for myself. That was a good guess. If I was doing this, my joke answer would be New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Mm. God damn it. Um. I know you know where you want to go, Zach. (laughs) Cody knows before you know. Yeah. Come on, dude. I know you. You want to go here. I probably (laughs) you know what? That may be where I want to go. It's probably a diss, but like you want to go here. I'll, uh, okay, I'll do right, this. I'll do this. I'll do this. Come okay, on, Zach. Hold on, hold on. Just, just uh, get with the. We're on the same just, page just get here. with the theme of uh, this just, whole podcast. Don't worry, guys. Game. This thing's going off the rails <laughs> just get in about the, thirty seconds. Just get with the theme of this. All right, you guys game. ready? Let's oh, start with well, Zach. If you said that, I, now it's too <laughs> let's late. Go with, let's go with Zach's. Uh, okay. Three, two, one. Gotham City. Universe. <laughs> I wrote sure. Gotham Why City. Why not? That was pretty. I considered writing Gotham City because of Rob All right, Cody's. Can we guess Cody's three? Two, one. DC. Narnia. Oh, wow. you, you guys were close on the others. Narnia. That's not what I would. All right, you guys ready for the? Wait, where do I want to go? Can wait, can we? Where do I want to go? Uh, DCEU. So DC. So, yeah, that was basically your answer for him. Was his answer for you? Yeah. We're, we're dark and cynical people. Yeah. We all want to live in the Snyder cut. It's <laughs> quiz, could, actually quick question. Narnia. Yeah, dude. Why? Because Narnia. Because you awesome, answered Pandora. Dude. So. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely a Navi head. So. Yeah. Narnia's right. cool, dude. Don't diss Narnia. You like now, Turkish guys, delight? are you ready? We're I going back Turkish to the delight. newlyweds game questions. Okay. In I still love full you. Form, I might yeah, divorce you after this fine. game if we don't get to five. But at I what, really want to get there. Ready? Yeah, yeah. At what age was your co-host's first kiss? Fuck. <laughs> so this is just a guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should know your own answer. I know, yes, <laughs> of course. I'm talking about for, for my... We're trying to Lovely let the audience husband. in on <laughs> Cody doesn't remember. I don't remember what you know, old I was. Okay, just think of the think, just look at me. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna <laughs> go with the typical. This is when you probably had your first kiss. <laughs> Cody's answer for Zach is like 35. Hey, knuckle bump, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah, so it's in the future. Let me uh. All right, let's start with Cody's. Oh, <laughs> Wait, have you answered? Yeah. All right, Cody's three, two, one, fifteen. Damn it! Oh, that's a cougar, dude. What? Wait, well, I'm not a cougar. Way I don't know. All right, for Zach, three, two, one, fifteen. Nine. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you doing in your life, bro? Like, was this a kiss on the Allison, lips? Allison, I still remember. <laughs> <laughs> you remember her name? That's yes, fair. Yes, I do. Yeah. You do you remember your sp- your first? Kiss his name? Yeah, it was Hannah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I met Hannah before. There you um, go. All right. We're going back to... This is the last wish And if question. it wasn't, I apologize to the girl I kissed first and I don't remember. At 11. <laughs> at 11. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 11 was all a right, long time ago. All right, so you guys are still th- sitting at three and a half with two questions God to go. You've got to get, get each this. of these. Yeah. Uh, at least one point. Or a half point. Yeah, we're going to half point. <laughs> Sorry. Um, You're still a judge, so last, just remember that. Last wish question what would your co-host wish for if they found a genie in a bottle <laughs> now this is on our first wish or second wish or our third it doesn't wish. matter well, Just, you have to pick a wish that they make you gotta pick the same one technically All wait right. this is wait this is wait okay Alright, never mind. I gotta write my own answer. Yeah, that you was, gotta that write was your Cody's. Own. That was you Cody's. gotta write code did you, did you run out of yellow I did yeah post-its? I did oh yeah dude Got a whole stack for you right there. Look at me. What's the question? 
What would your co-host wish for if they found a genie in a bottle? Uh, <laughs> the answer for Cody's better movie taste, shockingly. <laughs> I'm just going to go simple, because this would actually, you know, this would help, but... Okay, so you've got your answer for yourself and for Cody. Yeah. Cody, you've got your answer for yourself and Zach? Yeah. All right, let's start with Cody. Three, two, one. Endless beer. New into, new ultimate frisbee set. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think even that play would be a real waste of a wish. <laughs> endless beer. You could ask for a million dollars and buy endless <laughs> ultimate frisbee sets. That's not the way Cody's mind works. Okay? It is. It is. Because All right. guess what you wish for? All right. More money. Money. Oh. Money. Oh, money. Oh, money. Oh, money. <laughs> All right, they're sitting at four and a half. Going into the final round. And this one's a doozy, boys. You can't look up your own answer to this. You have to go off memory. That's so funny, actually. Ready? Last question. What was your co-host letterboxed rating of the film Detective Pikachu? I need to post you, yeah, you write your own, and then Cody's as well. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so but you, you actually have to guess each other's Detective Pikachu, but if you don't know your own, you have to guess what you put. So then it. No, you can't. You, you what's can more? You what's want, more but. important here is that we match answers, not get the correct rating. Correct. Yeah. No, I'm not going to judge you based on your correct rating, but you can't like intentionally manipulate your rating. To try and make it more Why? in line with what you think they thought, like you have to put what you thought your rating was. Yeah. I know, I know right, what I'll your put, rating. I'll put were. what I thought my rating legitimately okay. was. Yeah, put what you thought your rating legitimately was, and what you think the others. Alright, I'll just put what I legitimately was. thought it was. Originally, I wanted to do this with Deadpool too, but Cody doesn't have it rated on Letterboxd. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready? Yeah. Hold Let's on. start with Zach. Hold on. Oh, Cody's not ready. I think I. Oh, no, I want to change mine. All right, I'm ready. All right, starting with Zach. Ready? Three, two, one. Three and a half. One and a half. 1.5. That's, wait, that's your color. Are you sure? No, no, yellow's three and a half. But that's, yellow's your for yourself. You're supposed to write my answers <laughs> on blue. It's fine. Three and a half. Hey, you got it wrong, though. <laughs> Zach, you actually gave it two stars on the right. box. Uh, but anyway. Well, I've gotten more cynical. What did you put on the blue one? I wrote the same. Oh, my God. God. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. I just figured because Cody's was... rating was three and a half. I knew it. I know. I was like, I'm pretty sure I rated that movie pr- like, decently. And high. Zach hated it. So, all right. So you guys get to pick yes. together. You get to pick one thing for me to say on the podcast. Does it have to be let's, right now? Let's push that to next week. All yeah. right. Yeah. We'll next week I'll it. have to come up with something. You guys will come up with something. Oh but my god. Hope you guys dude. enjoy the uh, newlyweds three well, wishes like, game. I feel a lot better good. now. That was pretty good. Now that we came won. down to the wire. <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Let's go. Sucks. Absolutely horrible film. All right, guys, well done on that new game that uh, my September fourth. 2022. That's when we're recording this podcast. <laughs> Damn it. Didn't we say that at the top? No, of we didn't. He picked a random date. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was making fun of Cody. But when anyway, we, when did we talk about the lube that we were talking about before? None of us. This is not at all what we're talking about. Uh, I'm going to edit all of this out. Why? It's real. What authentic. we're talking about here is uh, re-releases. We're talking about uh, this in the wake of we were trying to figure out a movie to watch this week. And it was difficult because basically everything on the release calendar was running away from the re-release of Spider-Man No Way Home with apparently 11 minutes. More fun stuff edition. More fun stuff edition. Was it more fun? You watched it. Was it was more fun, actually, yeah. What was in it that was more fun? Little, it. little, little uh, lots of little quips, some extended sequences. Like It's more jokey. Would like, I basically or would all the jokes I not have cut. killed myself during the viewing of this movie a second time? That's sad. I don't know, actually. No way home. I don't cool. think you would have. 
Thank you. There's Glad a lot you have of that movies. Confidence in Evan me. would have killed himself watching a second time. Yeah. <laughs> Free <laughs> guy. <laughs> Free. I couldn't imagine watching Free Guy again. Eleven extra minutes of Free Guy. Would you go? No. <laughs> yes. So we we were talking about uh, doing a segment about movies being re-released. Uh, this isn't obviously just spider-man uh this year we've had jaws just got re-released in the theaters Jaws is in theaters right uh, now. the godfather had a re-release this year um avatar is getting one titanic's getting one this year like there are a lot of movies more than i can remember previously being re-released in the into theaters and part of that is studios and producers and stuff re-releasing their films to try and you know move up the box office charts and stuff and like making more money obviously in theaters as yeah. well um I mean, just recently there was like et also rogue one got a one day sure. release generally what do you guys think let's start with zach what do you think about like a movie that has been released being rebroadcast in theaters um i think it's pretty cool right i i think that it is not inherently bad or anything like that like it you know if if there's like a kind of a beloved film, right? Like sure. Jaws qualifies, I think. Like that that was yeah, you know the so. original like summer free blockbuster. Guy. Yeah, free guy, absolutely. Uh, but basically, the idea thing, the idea is that if there's a there's an intellectual property that is beloved by a large group of people, obviously that those people that initially fell in love with this will pass it on to the next generation, and then yeah. if it if it it will and stand, seeing it in theaters is a you know, if it stands the test experience. of time exactly, and then so if it stands the test of time, like it would be cool to go see whatever else in theaters, you know what you know to see it again in a format that you haven't before, where you've only ever seen it on home video or streaming or something like that, um, and I think you know there's. Of course, across film history, there's a number of movies that qualify. So I don't think it's inherently bad. I do kind of feel like right now um, it's under more scrutiny in the sense that there's been a significant number of re-releases this year. Right. And uh, we're in kind of a time where I think people feel that, you know, the Hollywood machine's a little stale, you know, like that that we're just kind of... um, Going in circles, trying to sure recapture what we had before. Well, not even not even necessarily recapture what we had before. Recapture profit off it exactly. Well, yeah. recapture the success of things of the past. So like spinoffs, reboots, sequels, like all this. You know, people are tired of Hollywood having no new ideas. Is I think the the major sentiment. So we're kind of at a weird intersection in terms of re-releases where there is absolutely value in re-releasing things and like seeing something like Jaws and IMAX sounds cool. Like I Yeah, might go- I would I would have I didn't go see it, but it yeah. seems like a cool thing that would be fun to do. Cody, what do you think about re-release? I agree with my wife, Zach. Um Oh, he's the wife. Okay. <laughs> All right, I agree with my husband. This is there. a non-traditional marriage. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand why you can't both be husbands. Is right. that something that's incompatible in your mind, Cody? No. <laughs> I don't know. You opened a can of worms here. <laughs> no, you're not, not intending to, so let's move on. Just remember, we got five questions right in the last game, and we get to make you say anything on the podcast. Better watch what you say around me, buddy. You, you did get five out of 20, which, congratulations. <laughs> hey, that's 20%. Yeah, that's all we needed. Uh, anyways, I, I do agree with Zach. Uh, obviously, I think there's conversation of, I get the profit. It's quite twenty five percent. I get so the, congratulations. <laughs> I get. The, man, we suck at math. Look at that. Wasn't a question. I'm yeah, not a look, math at, guy. look at you two. So in sync. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely that profit question. Like you're re-releasing something for the sake of profit, because I think with a lot of older movies, you know, we have that generational gap. Not gap, but like generation where like our parents and stuff are like, oh, hey, you need to. This was the movie of the time. Like this was one of the best movies, or whatever. This was and, the movie where a brother and sister <laughs> fell in love in space. And you, need, and you need to see it like I did. <laughs> but but Jaws and E.T. And, and I don't know, maybe Jurassic Park or something like that. Rocky, like old school movies that have kind of stood the test of time. And yeah, I agree. Like I think E.T. and Jaws and stuff like that would totally be cool to see in theaters. I would be, you know, IMAX and all that kind of stuff would be, it would be fun. Like because you don't get that same experience that, you know, like I said, the parents felt when they saw it in theaters versus us just having to watch it at home. And it's just, it's not the same type of thing. Like, yeah, that was a great movie, or maybe it wasn't a great movie, but for the most part, those movies that do stand the test of time, I think we can all agree are, are pretty great. And to be able to experiencing that in theaters is definitely cool because I definitely get way more, and not just old movies, but just movies in general, 
There's a lot more to get out of movies when you actually sit in the theater and watch it. It's the way a lot of movies, of course, any movie I really think is meant to be made. Uh, obviously, we're in an era of streaming and, and maybe not so much the case now, but I still think... You want to see Jaws in theater when you can watch it on Netflix. Come on. I, it's me, basically the same me, thing. Me, you watch it on your phone. Me. I want to see it <laughs> in theaters. But yeah, I, I think it's cool to like have... It's it's good. It's pros and cons. I think there's more pros than cons, but I do think the pro is to be able to experience in that in theaters is is pretty cool. Whether it's for profit or you think we're in a an era of downtime where we're, so I we're think that's living on that the delineation point for me is that Cody kind of brought up like if it's for for profit, if it's for something else. I think if you're re-releasing old movies, if you're re-releasing, you know. Star Wars, I mean, there's like a cultural value to re-releasing The Room as they do regularly. But if you're doing Spider-Man, more fun stuff or whatever. But that's not me, an actual re-release. Go, go finish your point. Spider-Man is a re-release. No, not Spider-Man. Oh, the, the, room. the Room is Those different. are special screenings. Yeah, those are special screenings that go on constantly, yeah. which fair enough. I think that's great. But like, I think if your movie is more than, I don't know, 10 or 15 years old, I think re-releasing it for people that are like, oh, I never saw this in theaters or, you know, it's something that has this fan base around it, like a Star Wars kind of thing, you know, like these people that found it at home and love it, they deserve that opportunity to see it at home or like in theaters as well. And so I think when you re-release something like Jaws or something like that, like that is really important to a lot of people. That's great. But if you're just re-releasing like Spider-Man because you want to make another like three hundred thousand dollars over a weekend or whatever it might be like it's kind of bullshit and it's just like feeding off of like the cultural zeitgeist and i guess whatever that's would you say that's, that's capitalism the, baby there we go but, I was like, for that. what's it's actually so you uh something you said earlier it was a joke about netflix um it does raise an interesting question i think i think the cynical view and probably it's this is entirely valid though that that studios right now I think especially because of the slowdown in production schedules because of the pandemic where, you know, things we've kind of caught up to everything that was delayed, you know, mm-hmm. um, agreed re- de- delayed release because theaters were closed. Right. But while those releases were delayed, productions were also delayed, you know, like, you know, at the actual principal photography right, for yes. films were also so we're kind of like in a in like a valley right now where. I think this is probably about the low point of the valley. Yeah, you know? we're covering. We're we're trying. End of to... last year, beginning of this year, like you know, something's got delayed. They've bridged over it fairly well, but yes, yeah. And on. it's not. I don't think that there's been there. There's no like release the Snyder Cut movement to get Jaws back in theaters or to get sure. you know like this isn't. It's not fans clamoring for these movies to I get re released. It's more of a, a fiscal decision by studios to say what is our most profitable. Right, we, we're, we're behind on our releases. Yeah, come. yeah. Can we just re-release ET yeah. or Jaws or whatever? You know. No, and I could see why that's happening more and more now in that same vein. But I do think that, like, with some of that older filmography, and like, it would be very cool if, uh, you know, studios or you know, like, if Warner yeah. Brothers was re-releasing, I need, like, I need Casablanca. Yeah, yeah we're doing the same thing. Like if uh, but no, I, need, I actually need in 40x though. So like, yeah, I that's want the, right. I want the, I want the chair to move. My yeah, hair yeah. When, she walks when the plane, the bar, when the yeah. propellers are going, I want that's that right. wind in my face. I want the smell of the tarmac yeah, right, in the, the theater. The smell of gin, as he says, <laughs> of all the gin joints in all the world. Cody, have you seen Casablanca? Right. Jesus yes. fucking yeah. Christ. Yeah. No, this is part of the... We talked about it. Yes. But anyway, like, yeah, I think when you re-release those older movies, like... I think it's hard. Even if it's in a cynical, like, money-making way... You know, we see Casablanca like, every time we go to Regal when he's like, this is the beginning oh, of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> I hate that ad. It's no, the worst. So, Cody, every time you go see a movie, and this, this is a, a total aside... Every time you go see a movie at AMC, oh, you get, Nicole, you get Kidman. Nicole Kidman walking through the rain into AMC and telling you oh. how fucking heartbreak feels good in a place like this. To laugh, preach, preach, Nicole Kidman. We get like 40 classic movie lines, half of which you don't even know what movie they're from. That's like, true. There's a lot don't. of people. There's a lo- no, there's, I think there's a handful of people that don't know 
there's the there are these quotes in in the world that are like out there and it's just in like, the cheesiest you know what movie that's video from? possible. That could be the next game and see how many quotes Cody can get. Yeah, we we should run through the regal. Vi- we should play the audio of the regal video. Pause it and see if Cody can recognize. <laughs> Not the regal, but I. All can right, do we have AMC. next week's game. We'll move on from that. Let's uh let's just take a step aside because I think we all kind of agree that like there is some value to re-releasing films and then there's also some cynicism. I don't know right. how much like new crowd you're gonna bring in with re-releases depending on what it I is. Think like that's if it's true. old school, but I, but I, I think, think you're like gonna get us your... right if we were big Star Wars fans. Yeah, we never got the opportunity is? to see Star <laughs> yeah. Wars in theaters like the first Star Wars. Sure, like, right. Nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, man. that's cool. Because I mean, those so are... when that gets re-released, that's but those cool are movies that are still being be able made. To do it and like that's great. Let's talk about movies that aren't being made. Like, I don't think Jaws... I mean, there's renditions of Jaws that you can argue are being made, but, like, Jaws itself isn't being, re, like, made as a continuation of a franchise, Sharknado. right? Sharknado. <laughs> Sharknado 2, 3, I get yeah, it. That's its own yeah. franchise. But, but yes. you are bringing back an old crowd, and it's really hard for, you know, unless they have kids or something, like, oh, I'm going to take you to see this movie where, you know, we are more... So we're more film based, and I get it. We we probably yeah. have a more better appreciation to enjoy these movies, and I think there's only a handful of people. Would you guys go see like Casablanca if it got released? Yes, I definitely, hundred percent would go. But, see but, it. But, yeah, Casablanca, absolutely. But we're yes. different. Citizen Kane, same thing. Like I would go day one. Is this part of your unlimited pass, or is like you paying for the screening? I would pay to go see those. You pay, honestly, yeah. yeah. This is something else I'm thinking about too. Just like to, as we're having this conversation, is like it's something in okay. So Jaws and IMAX is the most prevalent example, given yeah. that it's out right now this weekend. That goes see that's like an the train 18, on the station running into the screen. But that's like like an see. IMAX screening is like what like an eighteen dollar ticket if it's yeah, not no, matinee or something. Sure. Like, is that they could have gone it? yesterday, dude? For I mean, $3. I don't see Casablanca yeah, in IMAX. Like that's insane. But like forty X, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to see it unless it's in forty X. So anyway, all right. Let's transition here because, uh, like, I think we're all kind of similar in our view of this, and that's not interesting. All right. In the so, spirit of in spirit of newlyweds, what what movie would you re-release if you could pick one? That Any was movie? where I was going. Towards, okay. So yeah, sorry what, to cut no, you off. Not, not. I don't even want to say what movie if you could re-release it. What movie would you wish you could see in theaters that you didn't? Does this like include like going back like in color or anything like that? No, no I'm not saying colorizing old movies. Like We're a 1930 like, movie or 40. Yeah, if movie. you want to see a 1930 or 40s. Isn't movie, Gone with the Wind already in color, Cody? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> he would do great. <laughs> you like that? All, right. All yeah. right, so let's start with you, Zach. Like, what movie that you didn't see in uh, the theaters? reason I asked the question is because I need to think about it. So. Okay, you want me to? I'll start. Yeah, so yeah. I think the answer for me pretty handily, so this is where I was going to transition into this, is the first movie that I saw coming out of the pandemic was a re-release of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, a movie I always wished that I had seen in theaters. Okay. And I was, it was so, like, I obviously had seen that movie a billion times, yeah. and I was so excited to see it, and, like, it was so propulsive on the big screen. For me, the movie that I've seen at home but never seen in theaters that I wish I had, La La Land, honestly. Like, I think that That's movie a good would That's be a good such pick. a fun thing to see on the big screen, like, fully immersed in those colors and in that um that the music that i really wish i mean i'm sure they will re-release it at some point but like if they do I'll, i will be first in line for it for la la land okay cody i don't have anything off the top of my head you, you hit me with unexpectedness that i wasn't all right expecting. zach you space got space jam think legacy space, space jam a new I, legacy i do like that you brought up two different types of movies like right you brought up old school and you brought up like a more recent because like now i'm watching more movies obviously over the past like few years but there's still movies you know that aren't that old maybe from i'll just say 2012 maybe like the social network is something right now that comes to mind i don't know that, that movie i saw is, that I'm, movie I'm, i saw just, that movie at midnight on release <laughs> nice. i'm just saying like in general like and, and directors movie, cut I'm movies sure that would be totally enhanced by being in a theater versus at home yeah and what i'm what i'm trying to get to too is like i i do think i'd have more benefit for me personally and i'm just going to go broad with this for my answer is you know we've, we've had these decade podcasts uh obviously three months of the, the, the red shoes but yeah but movies like that i think would be more fun to see in i'd theaters. love to see like, that in theaters because the, you only get so much i think sitting at home with it streaming and you're like man Cody like, wants to see like, Mankin. i love the apartment <laughs> no the apartment was a five-star movie for me it really yes. was I, I love like the thriller suspense kind of movies like stuff like that and i thought they did that really That's well not what the apartment was okay whatever uh, <laughs> apartment is like pure comedy <laughs> yeah, oh yeah well what am i thinking of uh the window the rear, rear window, window. Yeah, rear that window. would be great. That would be fun. Yeah, like that would be like so movies like that nature of like where we we where we have done these decade podcasts. 
and and maybe people hopefully are watching along too and it's just like yeah you know what that would be a great movie or a cool movie to like see so i i like to bring it back more because you know there are 2012 movies or director cuts released that have only been released and i'll just say for a, a 10 hour window <laughs> or a 10 year window it's just like yeah there's the potential within that 10 years to to have a director's cut or or to re-release it because in 10 years ago this was such a big hit and a big success and maybe you are trying to maximize profit uh for a re-release but it's like that era of of legit so I answer think, the question cody what movie would you like to see re-released that you would go see the apartment the apartment and great. the rear window and rear window both you had two a double feature all right, Zach. So this was my dilemma, right? And you guys touched on this a little bit, where I was thinking about movies I would love to see in theaters, uh, which of there there are plenty that I missed. Yeah. Uh, but also, the other the other side of that coin is like, would it be enhanced by a theater screening beyond just my own personal taste? Yeah. That's a much harder thing to. That, that's where I was kind of going yeah. with La La so Land because the, I feel like that's a theater. Experience, yeah. So the first, yeah. the first one that comes to mind is, and we talked about this earlier, Mad Max Fury Road. I did not Fair see enough. that in theaters, and I can I imagine like seeing that. Seeing that in like an IMAX or you know 40x would be like insane. That would yes. be like an event. Um, Evan, what was the first else? IMAX movie we saw together? Was that uh, First Man? Fuck, you got it. Nice. First Man, an excellent film. You know what the second one was? Was Ad Astra. <laughs> that that was my next pick, Ad Astra. Was... Ad Astra in uh, uh, unbelievable film I brought in up IMAX. Very, this is hurting me. Cody fell asleep during it, this, but I unbelievable did. film in IMAX. I fell asleep in that yeah. movie, and I fell asleep during the first Aquafina movie. I would also have like... Yeah, I fell asleep in that movie hard. Cody still gave it like four and a half stars. <laughs> so something like, you know... Like, That's a five-minute cat now. I would love to see Hereditary in theaters. I didn't see that until after. Dude, that movie was distressing in yeah. theaters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something like... I, I didn't see Dunkirk either. Oh, uh, I w- That's a good one. I so mean, I'm not even a Christopher Nolan stuff. guy, but like, I wish I would have seen... Well, so like, I'm, I'm following this line between yeah. movies that I love, that I would love to see on a big screen yeah. that I haven't, but also that would actually be like genuine experiences. Like if anybody, for general yeah. audiences, so wants to go me, see Dunkirk, this again. So for me, I watched on my iPad in an airport <laughs> with headphones in it, and I was as still... As was intended. I was still so fucking immersed in that yeah, movie. as is intended. That, like, if it was re-released, I don't even like Christopher Nolan movies generally, but I would be in that first screening of yeah. Dunkirk for sure I, d- like I saw that movie was um, so compelling yeah Dunkirk definitely yeah I think mean, you know any other thoughts about re-releases I don't know re-releases re-release the cool. Snyder Cut yeah we released the Snyder Cut. The Snyder air, was cut. It the air cut now? Or yeah, the what's, air what's cut. The one? Oh, what's one. the background hey, hold cut? Hold on. You've seen the most recent re-release because you rewatch people that did uh, Miss Marvel. I, I don't know. Oh, those guys are cool. Yeah, they, they should also release did that uh, cut. Bad Boys for Life. Like, Ms. Oh, really? That's the same That's the same yeah. deal? Okay. No, you've seen the most recent re-release. You rewatched Spider-Man. Was it worth it? Like, what's the difference between... I mean, a, okay, what, was, okay, what's the difference? It was probably worth it with the pass, where yeah, you absolutely. to see it for, like, a buck or whatever um, in 40X I, or so IMAX or I, whatever. Yeah, I, well, I went to go see it with a friend of mine who's not a pass holder, but because they were doing a special in August where you get, like, random rewards yeah. for every time you go, I had a free ticket for any screening. So, normally, the 40X ticket's, like, 25 bucks, 23 bucks, something like that. My friend got in free, and then I paid, like, paid, a $6 like, upcharge or something, yeah, so... If you had to pay for it, I would not go. Yes, no, not enough. even, not even. No, <laughs> why would I do that? All right, great. Re-releases sometimes yeah. good, sometimes bad. I see them all. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> Wait, what day I recorded this? No, I'm going to have so much edit. I'm going to actually have to listen to the whole podcast. Sweet. Yes. Finally, for once.
All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Spinning the Reel. Uh, where can people find us, Cody? They can find us on the Instagram. They can find us on the Twitter. They can find us on our letterbox at Spinning the Reel, R-E-E-L. If it's not up to date, that's not my problem. That okay? is your it problem. Is my that problem. is specifically Zach, your problem. Zach, the now, Instagram, Zach Instagram. now has the login. So Zach can help <laughs> For the Twitter. Up. No, I gave you letterbox last week, bro. We were talking about Instagram. Yeah, uh, Instagram is specifically your problem. Uh, the uh, website okay. that you can find us at to Spin end all of this bullshit dot com. is uh, spinningthereal.com, R-E-E-L. Uh, I have a review up of 3,000 Years of Longing, the movie of the week this week. Uh, that is a very glowing review, so if you want more negative takes, go to the letterboxes of my co-hosts, which are... Uh, painted underscore dog. And? DJ Rope, but with the zero, not a O. Yeah, that's right. DJR0TE. Perfect. You, and then for me, it's uh, Evan D26. Again, for a glowing. Should review. we make Evan write like what we wanted to say on the podcast and like, <laughs> post it? Does our studio audience have anything to add? Of no. one? That studio is audience? A, that of is one. a no. Well, they've uh, been lovely. So. Yes, yes. The studio audience has been lovely. Yeah, so quiet. Uh, Cody, do you have any last word? N- no, not last word, but okay, yeah, it is a last word. Okay, bye.